0: And welcome to this week's episode of Have Another Cuppa. My guest is my lovely friend, Caitlin Wood. I met Caitlin over six years ago when she came over to study at the University of Wales, Trinity St. David's. And then I went over to her university in America, the University of North Carolina, Greensboro, the following semester. So we studied together for about a year and then we've kept in touch ever since. So I thought it'd be really great to find out about her time in Wales and what she thought about it. And also to see how she's doing over in Delaware at the moment. I hope you all enjoy
1: this.
0: Oh, thanks for having me. I was so tickled when you asked me. I was like, I feel like a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, oh, I wanted to ask you for a while, and I just because I thought it'd be cool to find out about what it was like for you in Carmarthen and you know, and stuff, and you know, sort of to see what's going on at the minute as well. um so but i yeah but i just thought there was like you know timing it right and i think like now is like the, a good time because yes. i think all of my interviews at the minute are over zoom um oh. and i didn't know if it would be totally weird and if you just think i was completely mad for asking you as well so no, absolutely
1: not i mean we're friends like of course i would <laughs> love to yes absolutely so thank you
0: that's okay. It's nice. It's just an excuse to have a catch up and then I'll record it and put it as a podcast, you know. It's like <laughs> There
1: we go. Killed two birds with one stone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yes, yeah, so how is it going at the minute? Like you said you're teaching at the minute. Yes. Um that must be weird. It yeah, it, it it was very strange like when they decided to
1: close the schools, it was back in March. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually work, um, in the school, I work as an assistant kindergarten teacher. So at first they were like, Hey, we don't really have anything for you to do. Cause I don't provide curriculum or anything. Yeah. I simply assist the teacher and assist the students. And so it was like, well, now that we don't have a classroom, what are we going to do? So then eventually once they got into the swing of things and got like a routine down with everything, um, they were able to kind of give us some, some things to do so we could still complete a certain number of hours and then yeah. also, um, be able to help the students. So we were just working one-on-one with students during that time before. So we made it work. Like I'm really yeah. proud of my school and, and everything for getting it together and, and pulling it off so beautifully. Cause it was, mm. it was weird. It was very strange, but
0: that's okay. Yeah. Done for now yeah I'm not sure like in the timeline when our schools closed compared to your schools I'm not really sure but I know our school well Wales's schools are going back in a week or so um because obviously your term is finished ours is still going for like another four weeks so um yeah so they're going back like they've been off and now they're going back and they've got to do it with all this social distancing only 10 children allowed in at a time and it's It's a bit crazy.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And with kids, like it's so hard to to have them stay distanced. You know, and it's hard for us too as an adult. Like I wanna go hug somebody I haven't seen in a really long time. Or even just like going to the grocery store and somebody's like really close to you in an aisle and you have to get by or say, Excuse me. And some people are really paranoid about the six feet thing, and then some people just don't care. So it'll be interesting to see how the kids handle it yeah it might be a little cringeworthy Mm.
0: (laughs) so is it theater you're teaching the kids is that what you're
1: so I have two jobs Mm. one I work for in kindergarten um, and that has no theater to do with it but then I also teach for an after-school program Ah. um, that's the theater one and Ah, I work Uh, kindergarten all the way up through the last year of high school, so senior year. So I have ages five all the way up through 18, but they're in two separate groups. So it's elementary age, it's um, five through 11. And then I also have my other class where it's middle school, so ages 12 all the way up through 18. So it's just like two, two very different experiences as a drama teacher. (laughs) Yes, but I love it. I love the challenge and having to adjust the curriculum or how I teach the little ones versus how I teach the older ones and so on and so forth.
0: Yeah, and how is teaching theater over Zoom going or whatever you use? It's um,
1: so weird. It's so <laughs> weird because theater is so, it's so important to have, to feel that energy in the room and to have a scene partner or something or if you're giving feedback, it's so much more sincere when you're standing in front of the person and also being in front of like being confined to just a laptop. I've noticed that even though I tell my kids to find a spot where you can move, they still wanna come and be right here. I've just noticed they're not being as big and as expressive as they could be because they just have to be confined to this little screen rather than, you know, use the entire room and we just see you from the neck down, just to stay here. So it that's been a challenge for them to be more expressive and more comfortable um, with using their space at home too, because home is where you come to relax and you're comfortable here. And so that you kind of sink into that comfortability. Like I've had students who be like texting during our class. Wait, wait, no. Class. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know you're in your bedroom on your bed, but. Please just participate and connect a little bit. But there's, there's a little bit of a disconnect. But we're trying our best. The kids are trying their best, and they're just they're just having to adapt with with what they've been given right now.
0: Doing the best we can. No, definitely. So <laughs> yeah, you're from Delaware originally, aren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for um, people who might not know where Delaware is and what kind of place you know what it's like. It's so Delaware's a state and it's really
1: small. It's it's the second smallest state in the country. So maybe a lot of people who live in the United States don't even like know where Delaware is. They have no idea of like its history or anything. Mm. So I mean, and so many people in North Carolina think it's like super far north, when actually it's kind of like in the
0: middle on the east coast. Yeah. I only, know, I only know where it is because that's where you're from.
1: I know, and thank you for remembering. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel good. But it's um, it's a mostly a lot of farmland, most of Delaware's farmland. Um, the area where I'm from about, there's like a 30 minute surrounding area that is beach area, and then you go a little further north and it's more uh, city area. So yeah. it's kind of a, it has a lot going on in a very small state, but most of it is farmland.
0: Yeah, so I'm just trying to think back. So you studied UNCG, so the University yeah. of North Carolina Greensboro. Yeah. Um, and then you came over to Wales to command the Trinity. I believe it was 2014, which would have been your second year in uni. It was 2014, and it was actually my third
1: year, my junior year. So at American universities, we go four years, because I think at at Trinity St David, it was a three year school. Yes. Okay. Yes. I knew there was something a little different, because I think you guys were on your second year when I was on my third, because I felt like I was like a wee bit older than everybody else in our classes.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, that's right. And then it was really odd because when we went over to America, we were seniors, I be- I don't even know what I was, because yes. like, I'm in my last year, but it's the third year, and then people were like, what? Like, yeah. you, you're a, what's a third year? What's that called? It's called a junior. A junior, like, no, you're a junior. Yeah. I'm like, you're, but I'm in my last year, but well, then you're a senior, and then I'm like, yeah, but it's year three. And it was just like. <laughs> it's very complicated. It's very I'm here complicated. for five months, that's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so what, first of all, why did you choose Kamalin to study abroad? How did that come about?
1: So, um, when I was looking to study abroad, obviously I wanted to do a theatre program. And when I was meeting with my advisors in the study abroad program, they had mentioned, because I, I was between the UK or New Zealand, which are like two
0: opposite ends of the globe. Um, so you made the wrong choice. Why didn't you go to New Zealand? <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I love so, Wales. But come on. <laughs> well, the
1: actually, the school in New Zealand was extremely competitive, like, it was a very small class. Um, also, the flight, the flight distance was it's like 32 hours, and I'm terrified of flighting. Fl- flighting, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> I have to get hammered if I go on an airplane, like, I just. 32 hours is a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I really don't know what the final decision was, but those were two negatives about going there was that it was a very small, competitive program and it was just so far away. It was just so mm-hmm. far. Um, and then my advisor was telling me about how UNCG and Trinity St. David had a really great tie with the theater program, that they send theater students from UNCG over there all the time. and there's just a great support. And so that to me sounded super positive that our schools have a really good relationships. And I, I had always wanted to go to the UK. And so I was just like, all right, let me give it a go. And like, I didn't know anybody who was going or anything. I was like, I'm just gonna like hop on this airplane and like, just roll with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> bit, Yeah, like a few people, like Sam and Jackie came from LA, from California, Together. right and you were you were on your own I think I think it was the- well so there was
1: there was Sam from UNCG I ended I up and up yeah so Sam from UNCG she and I actually had didn't really know each other we knew of each other but we didn't know each other well
0: mm.
1: um, until mm-hmm. we had gotten away I actually met up with her beforehand and was like hey like I realize you're going the same day as I am because the theater students were heading a month earlier than like the semester for you guys began. So Sam from UNPG, I had gotten in touch with her and was like, Hey, I'm terrified of flying. I know we're going to the same place the same day. Is it okay if I just get, you know, a ticket on the same plane with you and then that way we can both like get there together. Yes. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. So that's how we kind of became friends through that process. And then once we landed too, it was just nice to kind of have somebody that um, I had known. And then we just became friends through through our time, excuse me, our time at Trinity St. David. And then of course, like became friends with all my other flatmates too. But um, yes, yeah, Sam and I were both from UNCG. And she was in design or... She wanted to be a stage manager, but she also helped with like the design stuff too. So she was on a different track than I was because I was performance based. Yeah. Which is where I met you.
0: <laughs> Look at this now. Yeah. I don't think we had, <laughs> didn't think we had a class together though. I no, we didn't. We didn't have any classes together, which was so weird. Yeah. And I don't even think we had any in UNCG. When I went to North Carolina.
1: No, we didn't. We did not. And I think it was because you took, I remember you took like some dance classes mm. and a lot of the performance-based acting classes. And I had already like finished all of those. Like yeah. you know, in, um, American universities, you have to get your general education credits. So I was having to take like biology classes and, I know, like math, I'm getting a theater degree. Don't make me take this class. Yeah, Don't me take math.
0: <laughs> so once you decided to study in Carmarthen, did you do a research or did you just kind of be like, I'm getting on a plane and I'm going? I did a little bit of research, um, like about whales in general,
1: but honestly I was like also just wanted to wing it. That's how I am when I travel. Mm-hmm. I just winged it. Like, I'll do, like, a very small amount of research, So I was like, oh, there are a lot of sheep, and, like, there's a lot of mining, and, you know, that there are, like, certain small beach towns and and stuff like that, and there's, you know, just, like, very basic research. I didn't, I did look up the school, um, and I was just like, oh, look at this beautiful building, and it was the, it wasn't, it wasn't the chapel? The casino. Yeah it's probably the chapel, the chapel the chapel yeah yeah so like that was like the main building when i looked it up i was like oh my gosh it's beautiful but yeah i was just like this sounds good let's do it like let's do it mm.
0: <laughs> and um was it very different when you did get we did arrive was it a lot different than what you thought um in terms of the weather
1: no <laughs> <laughs> but um I also I'm uh, I was the worst packer like I brought all this like fancy stuff thinking that like we were gonna go do fancy things and no (laughs) so um, in terms of like the constant rain um, no but like having to walk everywhere was so different um I mean, like when you're on campus at college, you would walk to class, But like actually having to walk to go get my groceries Mm. down a steep hill in the freezing rain and then having to have like a backpack and making sure like I could carry everything that I wanted, like the two mile walk back up the hill in the freezing rain. That was different. (laughs) <laughs> that was very different than what yeah. uh, I was expecting and I also had to learn to cook which was a great experience because I had only had a meal plan and everything um and then but also the school was the schooling part was super different mm. and it to me it the workload was much less it was so much more performance based than like a grade based I love that mm. And I remember, I I can't remember who it was, but I remember um, somebody talking about how difficult uni was. I was like, oh my gosh, like wait until they come to like a school in the United States, like this is not, no. Like there's nowhere near as much of a workload. And you only took one class for three weeks, so that was your main focus that I love, I Mm love. So it was like, that was all I focused on for three weeks. We did our performance, or kept your journal, um, and then boom, and then you had a new class, which I like that fresh start, versus juggling all you know five classes, and you have this paper do this thing, you have to study for this exam and everything, and you're doing everything within a week, or you're doing this large amount of homework every night. So I yeah. love that we have longer classes, um, and a longer time frame, um, or I lo- longer classes, and then like the three-week period, just with just one focus. I really love that. I loved <laughs> that. What am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I loved how they taught classes in Wales. I like that better than how they teach them in the United States at UNCG.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should you say that? Because I felt the same. Um, I felt, you know, when I went to UNCG, they were the workload was a lot more mm-hmm. and the thing that really threw me was the formatting, you know when you have to format mm-hmm. in America like to, think it was like double space or uh, yeah. or something, yeah double space and you have to use a certain font and a certain thing whereas in Wales it's like Times New Roman, size 16, crack on, comics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> why not?
0: <laughs> um, so that That was really weird was there anything like that that really threw you about Wales or the course or anything that was like, oh, this is this is odd? It
1: just, I guess the class, the class length. Like I remember the first class I took when I got there was the Shakespeare class, and it was so weird going to class at nine a.m. and leaving at five p.m. That was so weird, and it was. Honestly, it was depressing at first because it was like, I would get to class and the sun wasn't up and then I would leave class and the sun had gone down like an hour prior. So it was just like, all I knew was like darkness and then class, like this very difficult class and then more darkness. Yeah. The first month was very difficult adjusting with that. Um, because And the class length too is... um you know like when you're in elementary school all the way up through high school you go to class early in the morning and then you stay the whole day whereas in college it's like you might have a class from 9 a.m to 10 a.m and then i'll have another one until two in the afternoon so it's like it's the schedule that you piece together so that was weird going back to the like all day classes mm. um, but you got a lot done too so it was nice especially for like an art class to have you get into a rhythm and a flow And everything. So, and you focused on the performance part. Mm. So that's why you didn't have as much work. Yeah. the the class The class part was a little more rigorous because I think you were there for so long. But I like that.
0: Yeah. I was just going to ask: Had you heard of Wales before? Before you looked into it as a possibility to go study?
1: I mean, yes, I heard of it, but like I didn't know about it. Yeah. Like, I knew, like, I knew Tom Jones was Welsh and I knew Catherine Zeta Jones was Welsh, but I didn't really know much else. I know it's terrible. I know that's terrible. No, but I don't know anything about Delaware, really. So I think we're even. We're good. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are good. But no, yeah. I, I really didn't know much. I didn't know you had your own language. I didn't know much about the culture um, or the history of it. Mm-hmm. I really, I really didn't know anything. It, it really was just a wing, let's wing it kind of thing. And I love, like, I loved my time there so much. Wales is such a special place, and it will always have such a special place in my heart. Like, I just, I loved my time there so much, and I loved how. Mm-hmm. Hello, yeah. Virginia. I'm sorry I love how Trinity St. David had um, a program for the students where we would tour different towns in Wales and England every other weekend so I got to explore so much more than Carmarthen which was great because they didn't have a car yeah Uh, so that part was great and I just it was so neat we went to so many different places and I I didn't even see all that like I would love to go to to
0: northern Wales. Mm. Um, So what was your favorite trip then do you think? Like what did you see when you went on the like uh tours? What would you, what was your favorite one? Um long time ago now it's six years.
1: I know and I apologize if I can't remember the town names but I remember like certain things.
0: There was,
1: I'm sorry, I hope, I hope you keep this in
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah we'll keep the dog. Oh my goodness, it's your new dog. I
1: only just clicked that it's your new dog. Yes, this is Petunia. She came with me up to, hi, calm down, crazy. She came with me up here. So she's very excited about everything. Um, but my favorite trip, uh, I had some great moments. And we went to this town. Oh, Daisy, I wish I could remember the name of it. But there was this big, beautiful cathedral down this hill. Uh, St. David's? Yes. That was beautiful. We went inside; it was gorgeous. Um, I think that's where I had like the best fish and chips I've ever had ever. I'm nice. pretty sure that was the place.
0: Do you I just remember everybody um, who was came to study abroad just like being amazed, like how old stuff was and how many castles? Yes. Yeah. we don't have
1: castles here. <laughs> We're a very new country in relation to Wales mm. so when I would go get like go to downtown Carmarthen and there's just a castle like chilling right in the middle of the city it it amazed me and everybody's like oh yeah it's just it's the castle like it's always it's always been here it's, like not a big deal and to me I was just like oh my gosh we don't have them we don't have castles we don't have well the documented history we have is is very new just a couple yeah. hundred of years old um so yes that was amazing absolutely amazing and, oh when we went to i can't pronounce it help me out here oh no san stefan the beach that was incredible because we started off on like the beach area on the bottom and then we hiked up and it was like the super steep um trail like up through the woods it felt so enchanted and magical like you know I thought like a sorcerer was gonna run out or something I'm saying, Stop kidding. Um, <laughs> then we got there and it overlooked the water and it was just like and it was just like ruins. like it was a very old castle and that was one of the first that might have been our first trip that we took um as foreign exchange students was there.
0: Culture-wise obviously it's really different. Mm-hmm. You get that kind of culture shock
1: um i don't know if it was uh, i don't know if it was a shock like i don't i really don't know if it was a shock it was just uh, it was just i guess different um i'm trying to think of like something specific where i
0: was like oh my gosh that's so different Mm. um i remember this is uh, from when i was in, in uncg but i you were there, this is why I remember this. I have no idea where we were, we were in a restaurant, and um, Lowry was with us. Mm-hmm. And I did th- there might have been loads of people, I can't remember. We were in a restaurant and was um, like, can, can I have some water? And the waitress is going, what? She's like, water? And she just kind of looked at you because you'd already ordered and, you know, she knew you were American and you just turned to her, and she, went, she means water. But, <laughs> Snobby? I hope not. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it, no, is it because Lori was looking at you going I don't know how else I can say it. Like, yeah, I mean she was know. saying it the right way. You were helping, you were not I'm sorry if that came off snobby. Sorry that didn't. No, no, no.
1: And I didn't mean that you were snobby. <laughs> For me to be like she actually, she means water. Yeah it's just
0: I think the waitress was not getting it she said like three or four times like water no. and like you just see the panic and you're like Water, (laughs) (laughs) like she just, she's like, oh, water. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess people like not understanding what you're saying is part of culture shock too. Because if if every, your entire life nobody's ever been like, what did you say? Yeah, Yeah. I do. Like, um, one thing that did throw me off at first was like when you're walking and you see somebody in passing and they say you all right you're right yeah you're but right i would stop and be like yeah i'm i'm fine like thinking that they were actually asking like it's something wrong like to me yes. that's what it was The you all right and it said so quickly too that it, j- and they just keep walking <laughs> they just keep walking and i'm like like it's was it my face or something like why do they ask me if i'm all right and then i realized that like more and more people started doing it and i was like oh it's just like a hey how are you like hey how you doing yeah morning whatever so that threw me off at first like i really like stopped walking on the sidewalk one day and was like what
0: why did they ask me that yeah (laughs) yeah I love those things. I like because you don't even realize until you're in that situation that it's a thing. Even yeah, On the place you don't realize it's weird. Or you know, yeah. but you know, unusual for other people. In in the in terms of theatre, mm-hmm. what was that like? Because I know when I went studied in Greensboro, the acting style was really different. You 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 do become kind of like a test subject. Mm-hmm. quite differently not necessarily better just you just used to doing it differently and then you've got right. a very different energy in the room and like, there was a script one day and it was something like I don't know uh, the line was I can't believe you did that to me and everybody was saying it like I can't believe you did that and you know whatever kind of all emotional and I went I can't believe you did that to me and everyone was like, <gasps> <What> was <that? laughs> "But it's just because like it's so, but it's just like so different." Did you yeah. find that strange? You know, because I, I felt, I felt a little bit like
1: a test subject too, but not in like. I don't, I don't know. I think it was just because it was like I was American, but yeah, I felt like honestly, it felt like I couldn't do anything wrong because it was cool that I was American yeah so, it felt like everybody wanted to be my friend um which i loved it was great to be <laughs> that way um, yeah. like, Do you really want to be my friend or are you just need to be my friend because i speak differently <laughs> but No, I, I made some really great friends obviously that i still keep in touch with um and visit too yeah uh, but no i did feel that way and then especially when we had Robbie's class, and we were working on American theater. (laughs) We were working on American theater in our class, but we did Our Town, which is one of my favorite plays. Mm. So um, that part was kind of cool to help everybody, like, learn an American accent, and I didn't realize how difficult, how difficult that is Mm. um, for people who are not from the United
0: States. Yeah. I think as well, because there are so many different American accents, yeah. A lot of actors, or when you're learning, you know, you do the generalized mm-hmm. then. Um, you thing when we're learning English too, though. Like if we're, yeah. learn, if we're learning
1: a British accent, hmm. we go like your standard British, which is probably what London
0: British. I think standard unless it's either I'm a Cockney or. <laughs> Yeah, that too. Yeah. Like it's those two. It's like those are like Yeah, that's it's like Cockney Queen. Okay. Cockney that's a good, Queen.
1: Yeah,
0: that's a um, good way of describing it. I would I would say, um, you know, from sort of when you sort of see stuff. Um, but there are so many accents and the same with Wales, like there's so many mm. villages. You could go to literally that village and then a village that's five miles that way. Mm-hmm. Totally different accent. So yeah. don't even know where you start. You know, especially, you know, in England, you know, like you've got North England, it's the same Wales, you know, they're right next to sort of Liverpool across the border. Right. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so I think that's a difficult thing as well, because I know I had to do American accent when I was out in America, and that was... But you have a, you have a really good American accent. Oh,
1: okay. I would let you know if I was like, Daisy, that was, needs a little work. <laughs> <laughs> I would let you know. No, you actually have a really good American accent.
0: Oh, thank you. Can you do a Welsh accent?
1: Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I could because I live there. I live I there. For a brief at a time. And mm. I cannot. And it's beautiful. Like, I love hearing it, but I, I cannot. Yeah. Every it's now bad. and then I'll try. Yeah. I'm going to be driving in my car and I'm like, I'm going to try a Welsh accent.
0: And it's bad. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a difficult one, I think. Yeah, so what is the... Biggest thing you think you learned from your time of study abroad? I just thought there was such a
1: great, uh, there was just such a great sense of community. Like I've, I, 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 I so many great friendships from my experience there. Um, where even though I might not see you or Georgia or anybody else that I became really good friends with, that often I feel like when we talk. Um, we just pick up where we left off, mm. um, and also just kind of just going and doing it on my own with an open heart and open mind, and just rolling with whatever happened. Um, you you learn to adapt, and and you make friendships that way, um, and you learn a lot, and you cry, and and you question whether this was a good idea or not. Um. But I don't I, I really don't know what the, the greatest thing I learned is learned was. Um but I guess if I were to give advice to somebody who is studying abroad is to just do it and don't go with your best friend. Don't go with somebody who you're really good friends with because you're not going to go explore and you're not going to make new friends and you're not going to go uh, discover new things. Like it's really important. It's definitely um, like a inner. It was like it was an inner ref, re- reflection type of situation. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I just know if I had gone with a, my best friend or a friend, I would have had a completely different experience. And I don't think I would have made the friendships that I had. Yeah. I don't think I would have had the same experience in the classes that I had. Um, I mean, there were a couple of times where I would go out on my own and just explore the town or, you know, just went on a whim one day and asked Georgia, like, Hey, do you want to go get a drink? Mm. And then like, and now we're friends and I went and stayed with her in London in August and you were there. And Yay! you know just, <laughs> so I think the, the biggest lesson, I guess, is to like, don't be afraid to go have an adventure on your own. Yeah learn so much and mm. about yourself and and uh, the, the stuff around you when you're not distracted by other people or other things and you just take so much more in and I'm rambling
0: <laughs> Oh no it's really good advice it's really good advice I think I think especially after lockdown is over mm. know, we can get back to a some sort of normal and uh, you know normal kind of thing whatever that is um, I think a lot of people, you know, I just, I want to just travel more. Like I've traveled quite a bit, but I just want to go somewhere I've never been. I'd le- love to go to New Orleans. Um, yeah. you know, and like visit Greensboro again because visited. Ugh. But also like, like you said, go somewhere. You ha- like you've
1: been to Greensboro. Like mm. you come out, come meet you wherever you are. <laughs> Greensboro. You've been here too many times
0: yeah Um, yeah well we'll meet that's where we go new orleans next time i you. let's do it i've never been so let's do it nice let's do that (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: it's yeah i just think it's it's very important to travel and i'm i'm glad i did it at a very young age and yeah i'm just i'm so grateful i i did it and i had some great experiences i had some not so great experiences but it definitely made me catch the travel bug and there are so many places I want to go now that I've been over there and I've experienced so many different cultures. So it just opened your eyes. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I think about it all the time. Like I think about like how grateful I am to have had that experience and it was just incredible. It was so incredible. So awesome. beautiful. It was such a great time in my life.
0: Okay, so at the end of every episode,
1: mm.
0: I get my guests to finish three sentences. Okay. Okay, so we're going to give it a go. So the first sentence is, um, creating in lockdown means... Creating in lockdown. Are you guys on lockdown, though? You're not really on lockdown anymore, but or oh, creating in isolation means, or creating due... Okay. Creating during a pandemic means you can do I, do I have to answer it with one word. No, you can answer it with a sentence, one word, whatever you think.
1: Okay, so I think creating an isolation for me was about rediscovery. Cause for me, and I, I'm assuming for a lot of people, you get caught up in work and caught up in routine. And I took the time to actually sit down and draw. I took the time to paint, um, to work on my little side business, my little Etsy business, um, and to watch more movies. So it just kind of, I had these loves all along, Mm -hmm. um, but I just kind of put them aside for a little bit in order to focus on work and everything. So for me, it was rediscovering that. And it yeah. brought me so much joy when I was feeling kind of icky to be like, you know what? I'm going to paint today or I'm going to draw or I'm going to watch this movie or read this play and so on and so forth. So for me, creating in isolation was about rediscovery.
0: Nice. Good. And um, the next one is in five years time. In
1: five years time. That's it. Da, da, it? Da. <laughs> okay. First of all,
0: I hate five-year plans. I hate them. Oh, don't worry. I'm not gonna- I am not going to hold you to this. This is just- okay. and this can be like fantasy land, you know? Don't, okay. Don't be realistic. I can do fantasy land. Because I'm no. always like, things change and
1: things oh, are under control change. Okay, so it doesn't have to be a plan.
0: Just Oh like, no, it's not- it's definitely not a plan. Like my- my in- you know, if I finished that sentence myself, it would probably change daily. Okay. So it's more of a. Well, I mean, it's a really tricky one at the minute, especially with everything going on.
1: So, what is five years going to look like? Yeah. yeah. Five years time. I do have, there's something I've always wanted to do. So mm-hmm. hopefully it will happen within five years is I've always wanted to take a road trip around the United States to just like get in my car. My brother did it a couple years ago. And it, like, it has always been my dream to do that. And so he went and had the best time. It's very time-consuming. Mm. So I have to kind of, I guess, plan that a little more and figure out, like, can I even do it? So I would say within the next five years, that's something I would like to do is, like, road trip all around yeah. the United States.
0: Please tell me when you're doing that because I really want to do it. Oh, my – well, come on over. Let's do it. Come Why on I'm you scared to do it on my own because – it's so vast, and if you were to guess, like, I mean, I would happily drive on, like, the open roads, like, you know, in those kind of places, but if I had to drive in a city in America, I think. Oh, gosh. No. I
1: wouldn't either, and, like, I live here, I would, I would never, but, yeah. Yeah. but we'll,
0: I'd rather you do it than I do yeah. for me.
1: <laughs> I will take the wheel for most of it, yeah.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> um, awesome, that's a really good one, yeah. Um, and the last sentence is, I'm happiest when. Oh
1: gosh, I'm happiest when. I, when am I happiest? <laughs> A lot of things make me happy, so I have to think about this one. I do know probably I'm happiest when I'm, I have to say, when the sun is out. Mm. I know that's like very cliche, but <laughs> Like, especially with being in this isolation and quarantine and everything, I started, and since I got my dog, I started going outside more and I just felt a huge shift in my mood. And it could be when the sun is out and I'm at the beach too, like, oh my gosh, I just feel so much joy. When the sun's out and I'm like, I'm hanging out with my mom on the porch drinking wine. Um, there, I guess there are just so many other things I'm doing while the sun is out that make yeah. me happy like going for a bike ride with my dad when the sun is out or um, yeah there are just so many things like going out for a drink with my boyfriend when the sun is out going out <laughs> with my friend when the sun is out you know there are so many yeah. things the sun is like the central
0: yeah of, that's the common yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little
1: sunlight it just, it just helps yeah, mm-hmm. makes me happy <laughs> Those Amazing. are good questions. Really, really. Oh, good thank experience.
0: you. Thank yes. you. Well, thank you so much. Oh, my thank gosh. you. Oh,
1: Daisy, this was awesome. Thank oh, you so much for having me on. It's so nice to see your bright, smiling face. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much to caitlin for joining me this week um that is not where the conversation ended we did have a very lengthy chat afterwards <laughs> with yes with a little bit of wine it was very nice thank you all for listening it's been absolutely lovely and just lush to hear from caitlin's point of view what she thought about Wales. if you've enjoyed today's episode please go back and listen to all our previous episodes we've got another bunch of fantastic guests on there that would be great if you listen to their stories as well speak to you all again soon. Bye.